I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to episode 199 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on January 12th, 2016. My name is Dan Gorman, and weaseling out of things is important to learn. It's what separates us from the animals, except the weasel. <laughs> My name is Casey Lyons, and scabies, rabies, Mickey Rooney's sugar babies. <laughs> My name is Greg Legro, and I have a baby. Yeah, hey. quote. I just got a baby. Oh no, yeah. yeah, you, you don't got you got no time for quotes. You got babies. Right. Yeah. I, 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 I had no time for quotes. <laughs> Nothing at all. No. Or more so, I just can't think. Yeah. About yeah. how to look for them anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, your quotes are are going to be mostly poop related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mostly what I talk about. Or <laughs> I think assume you'll be quoting your baby's butt. <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of poop. I yeah. don't know if you guys know that. I didn't know the babies did that. Yeah, much uh, someone pooping <laughs> and barfing. Yeah, yeah. I, I had I had some idea of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's terrific. But I made it to the episode. Yeah, I yeah, you did. Well, yeah, commendable. Yeah, totally. It's nice to be here. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, uh, What are your impressions so far? Um, it's uh, I don't yeah I, it's exhausting and weird and my, my brain is broken and it's like disgusting and terrifying and all kinds of stuff but it's abs- I've never been um, more happy about anything I've done ever in my life yeah, yeah. like it's just the best thing yeah. I know everyone says it changes your life and parenting and blah 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 it's like it's <laughs> overwhelming yeah how terrific it is <laughs> yeah it's it's it it becomes less terrifying too. Yeah, like, I yeah. Think but like, like she just oh, like she uh, she got some like spit bubble caught in her throat, and I nearly died. Yeah, I nearly fucking died. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's little things like that until you learn that babies are actually quite durable. Yeah, so <laughs> you could yeah, yeah. you could drop them or do whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. We still whip be about the house <laughs> to and fro. Yeah, but uh, uh, but yeah, man, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty terrific. Yeah, they're yeah. little angels. <laughs> it tr- truly is a blessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what is today? Monday? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I've had a baby since Wednesday. That's all right. See you later. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Zoe is my daughter's name. Yeah, Zoe. Yeah. yeah. yeah what a Zoe Legro. Yeah. Yeah. Zogro. Yeah. Pretty good. She's, she is uh, uh, that's, terrific. It's such a such a sweet name. 
We oh, like yeah. everybody that I've told, like I my love parents that and my sister and everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's so cute!" Totally, <laughs> and it fits her too. She yeah, it, it fit right. We were kind of on the fence with other names, and but we had Zoe picked like at month two of pregnancy, and yeah. we didn't want to commit to it because you never know until you see the kid. And sure, she, it was after she. We didn't name her actually until the second day because we just weren't sure and we wanted yeah. to be careful about it. But then when she finally opened her eyes for the first time, that was like, "Oh, that's the person." There's a person there. Yeah, yeah, and her name is Zoe. That's <laughs> yeah, good. Amazing. Mm-hmm. The poop is a scene, though, man. <laughs> that doesn't get better either. No, um, because like it, it starts out like the the thing is is that it doesn't really like smell terrible. No, um, for for quite a while. Yeah, and you get lulled into a false sense of security. But then they start eating like like bees eating uh, uh, bees. <laughs> we feed her a lot of bees. Bee is eating. Um, uh, like like uh, fruits and vegetables and stuff like that yeah. now and 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 th- it, it becomes horrible. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. horrible. They're yeah the first the first pe- they don't smell like anything. They're very insane texture though. Yes, they're very tar, mm, and super tar and oriented. Yeah, and really disgusting. runny, very sticky. Yeah. Uh, when we got home from the hospital, we had been delayed getting here. There's all kinds of whatnot, and we got in the door realizing that we'd forgotten to get um, this pain medication uh, for Athena. So. Her uh, dad drove her quickly over to the uh, pharmacy that's around the corner here while I took the baby in with uh, my mother-in-law, who then was outside when I went upstairs, and I was calming uh, Zoe down, and I was holding her, and I just felt the para in my hand. I'm like, <laughs> whoa, like, shit just went down, and like, and I'm all by myself. Like, yeah. Okay, it's go time. But I'm like, also, just surrounded by bags. Nothing's unpacked. Yeah. And I have a screaming poop baby. <laughs> And I had to put her down and just figure it out. Like, I had no garbage bags. I had no diapers. Couldn't find the wipes. And I'm slowly doing it. And I opened up the diaper, and it was just dude, the most poop. Yeah. The most. <laughs> she filled every part of it. It was up to her belly button. Everywhere. That's, yeah. And that, I was just like, this is my life. <laughs> when we when we weren't ready for that, uh, it, we we would just, like, it, you'd take the diaper off, and it'd just be like, oh, my God. It's like she's wearing a poop diaper underneath. <laughs> And you're like, we just put her in the sink. It's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to do. like. I can't. I don't know how to wipe everything off. It just you just put her in the sink and start again. Yeah, yeah. I just, <laughs> like the first. I, I didn't know what my first thing to do was because she was so covered in shit, and I was in my bedroom that we cleaned really well before we left for the hospital. So we could come home to clean. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> I'm gonna get poop on everything. Yeah, I didn't. It worked out okay. But yeah, that poop didn't smell. <laughs> and then you like the weird when your life's about poop, strange. Uh, because it, it changes color. Oh yeah, yeah. And we got to uh, yellow level, which I felt oh, like, sure. and I felt like we leveled up. And I was like, yeah, like, video yeah. game. Got to yellow. Yeah. Ooh, it's curdled. Fuck yeah. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It's, but it's each each uh, level of poop is a new yeah. uh, is a new level boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good times. I don't even know how to describe how wonderful it is. It's pretty yeah. great. Make some babies. If you're <laughs> yep. Thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Yep, good baby. Yeah. yeah. It's a hell of a baby. Yeah, it's a pretty good baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Oh. Um, I don't know how to segue into out of the miracle of life. <laughs> uh, how about the horribly upsetting death? Yeah. Oh. We? Well, actually, before we get to that, before we jump into death, I do want on another up note to yes. thank Ocean Dave CA oh, and Brian yeah. Mulhall for reviewing us on iTunes. They wrote wonderful reviews, and everybody can go do that on iTunes. Ocean Dave, I pray that 
everybody who knows him calls him Ocean Dave. Ocean Dave. <laughs> I hope that that's just the thing. Yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, oh, Ocean Dave dropped by the other day. Yeah. How was it? <laughs> Chill Ocean <spa>. Dave. <laughs> Ocean Dave. Take me by the hand. Yeah. Um, and also, shout out to Brian Klein and Eric Stoppel for sending us messages on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Eric yeah. was reached out to ask, what was that movie about the woman who... Uh, doesn't believe in ghosts and then there's a ghost and she says oh fucking ghosts and then I was like that's housebound and then he <laughs> and then he watched it and he was like I love that movie so yeah, thank you for reaching out awesome. yeah. yeah and so continue to rate and review us on iTunes yeah. email us at info at modernsuperior.com go yeah. to modernsuperior.com and tell all your friends about us in real life yeah, yeah. and then now speaking Thanks of life thanks for being nice we, we yeah. like that it's great yeah speaking of life uh-huh. we lost two Big ones. Yeah. This week. Legends. So, so sad. Such a bummer. Yeah. The first of which was uh, Angus Grimm, the tall man of the uh, Phantasm series of horror films. Yeah. Boy. Boy. (laughs) So great. Um, Iconic. Yeah. Super iconic. And he was super cool for, like, how into that role he was yeah. like like in hindsight like he loved that he was the yeah. tall man yeah you know? yeah and he he like he he was at, at all a bunch of like comic cons and stuff yeah. like yeah. that yeah. and, and just... he'd say boy to yeah. anybody who asked and like delightfully so and most you know? who didn't yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and like anytime I've watched like a special edition of Phantasm or whatever he does the intro like yeah. he shows up to film all that stuff and he's fucking and it's not just like a guy who's like well this is all I got yeah like yeah. he seems genuinely or seemed genuinely enthusiastic about yeah. it which kind of made the Phantasm series more fun to me. Yeah, there's you know? there's there's times it's where that like that feels weird and desperate and inauthentic. But then yeah. there are those people who are just like so love that they're that they're associated yeah. with a role like that. And, and yeah. that's what Angus Grimm felt like. Yeah. Totally, yeah. definitely. So that was a big bummer. Yeah, and then even more shocking. Yeah, man. Because Angus Grimm was shocking in the kind of like yeah, whoa, he was, like he was seventy nine. He was getting old, but yeah. it was that kind of like oh the oh yeah Phantasm Tall Man. I haven't thought about that lately, but like. When when the news broke of David Bowie, yeah, oh, man. like I woke up to it just like no, yeah, no, I this was, isn't real. No, I freaked. I saw it. I was up in the middle of the night because the yeah. news came out like at four in the morning or some shit, and I was up feeding Zoe, yeah, and uh, or well helping Athena feed Zoe, yeah, and I saw it on something on Facebook, and I'm like, can't be true, can't be true, can't be yeah. true. Somebody there has always been a bunch a of hoaxes hoax. around. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah right. This is, this then, is another yeah. Betty White situation. I, I just, I'm just gutted over it man it it's just... crazy i actually yeah. got that um got that uh the news uh from facebook from you because you wrote it in our thread yeah, right and i got it probably at about 4 30 because i was being kicked awake by a baby um <laughs> oh and uh, whose baby <laughs> I, I don't i have no idea <laughs> just came in through the window and started baby kicking me in the nuts <laughs> like, this baby sucks <laughs> <laughs> sit here but uh but yeah and i just saw it and i'm like all i could do was go back to sleep <laughs> i was like i don't want to acknowledge that yeah. this is real yeah, right uh uh and, and until until I, and then i woke up and i just i've just been in the strangest mood about it all yeah. day because i'm very sad obviously mm. but also like i don't know there's there's something else to it that i can't explain that i can't well, in words uh, explain how I feel. Yeah, well, it's a, I've been. I mean, you've been a Bowie fan for a long time. I've been since I was fourteen or fifteen. Yeah. Uh, you know, I caught. I was interested in some of the stuff. My mom was a big fan, so it was a great gateway. She had a bunch of albums already. And uh, but he's, I think the with him, um, 
he means a lot more than just the average pop yeah. star musician because of what he represents as far as being either unique or an outsider. But he's, I think it's hard when it's Bowie because he's he's bigger than the music. He's bigger yeah. than music. Yeah, you know, he's like. Uh, it's like like the last adventurer, you know yeah. what I mean? Like he what didn't do anything like anyone. Yeah, ever. Yeah, and and there was a point of pride to that, but but not only that, it's just he was who he was in terms of his uh in terms of the music and in terms of 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 I I don't want to like trivialize it by saying, you know, his sexuality and stuff like yeah. that. Uh Although that was an aspect of it too, 100%. it's just he was just who he was. Yeah, and then sometimes he wasn't, yeah. you know, and then sometimes he was somebody else. But when he was somebody else, he was more himself than most of the people I know. Yeah, it's, I, and I don't know, I don't fucking know him or anything, and and I hate these things. I hate these like, uh, you know, I, I didn't know him as a person, so like I, I feel like it's rude of me to be sad or to or to feel something or something, but. It is such a like such a weird and strong feeling. Yeah, like to make these judgments on who he was as a person. I don't know. Maybe yeah. he wasn't those things. Maybe that was just purely his public persona. But his public yeah. persona but, meant yeah. so much. That's to what I was everyone. Yeah. I was gonna say like the stuff that even his public persona like did. You know, you can't yeah. take that away. I, I think yeah. I saw Chris Gethard posted on Facebook about it, and he said, "I remember when I was like eight or nine, and I first saw David Bowie, and I thought, oh, I don't get it. Is he straight or is he gay?'" And then he said, and that, and then right away, I also remember thinking that it didn't matter, and that was the first time in his life he had like at like mm. eight or nine or ten years old was like, oh no, it doesn't matter. It was like, oh it, shit, a person is just a person. It's just a person. Yeah. He was like, I'll always feel like David Bowie opened that, and for the rest of my life, people that did care negatively about that stuff, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? So yeah. like, like that yeah, was I such feel a. Like, I feel like both him and Freddie Mercury were were just those two things of like. Um, well, sexuality doesn't define a person. Yeah. That's ridiculous to think that it could. Um, uh, but not only that, but also that that gay culture, like because like Freddie Mercury, uh, you know, he he was never gay or straight or anything like that. But I mean, in his lyrics, there was a lot of like really kind of. Um, uh, intentionally effeminate stuff and intentionally yeah. like skirting the issue or or like you know just being blatant um and, and it was like oh but but gay culture can also be uh, pop culture too mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you know and i feel like i feel like uh uh david bowie did a lot for that as well yeah, yeah. Lou Reed as well but like, oh for uh, sure and and i think that that's an interesting angle on yeah. it too yeah, I spent the morning listening to tons of Oh yeah, Bowie. nothing but Bowie yeah, all day. I played uh, I played I I just sat with B and played her like Hunky Dory yeah. and uh, and then you know like assorted stuff yeah. in yeah. there and yeah, and I and listened to Black Star, the new one. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah me, for the me first too. time. Yeah, yeah, me too for the first time. And you know what's you you know what the deal is with that album, right? Like it's, it's based it's off uh, of the sort of based off of his stage play that was based off of the man that fell from Earth. Yeah, 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 kind of. But also, he knew this was coming. Yeah, it, it's like his it's sort like, of uh, a, farewell. Yeah, it's a parting gift to the fans. So yeah. he spent, he made sure the album got done in time. Yeah, working. Uh, I don't have anything in front of me. That producer he's worked with on a number mm-hmm. of terrific albums. I think the last one might have been Heathen. Mm. Um, yeah, because it's obviously boy, very much got that is got the feel of his latest yeah, stuff. Yeah, and, uh, you know, just wanted to make this one last thing for the fans, and it has a lot of very telling lyrics in yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and, boy, it's really good, man. It's, it's a really good, yeah. really fucking good album. 
it's a weird. I don't. I don't know how I feel about it because I was listening to it today, and I, and I'm like, normally I don't know if this is the kind of thing that I would like, yeah. but I found myself really enjoying it because yeah. I was going like, well, there's there's not going to be any more, so yeah. I better yeah. fucking yeah, I better find shit to like about this. Yeah, and I I heard I heard um, the uh, the title track, which is like nine minutes long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it opens the album. Yeah, yeah. I, it it popped up on uh, on like streaming services and stuff like yeah. that, like a month ago or something. And I checked it out. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, this is really cool. This is weird. And there was yeah. such a heavy push to get the album's name out there. It's not like Bowie's not a big name anymore or anything like that. And you know, I actually thought that there was a new Black Star album coming out. Because <laughs> yeah, because they put they put the too. the posters around town just had a Black Star and then the yeah, little yeah. like logo weird like Black Star logos and then it just said. I'm a blackstar.com and I was like is that a new blackstar album coming out? <laughs> Which would be super dope. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that would be great. But then I but then when I saw the push on Facebook like yeah. I saw hit cuz I liked um Bowie on there so I started getting all the the flood of like yeah, reviews and stuff. And then yeah, and, and that first song is is like I didn't know how to take it at first but then halfway through it I was like no, this is great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man, it's really cool. You yeah. guys ever did you ever see him live? No. No. Uh, I saw him in '95 yeah. or something. Nice. Yeah, it was. Yeah, very... which was like, which was uh, around the beginning of his like big industrial. Push. It was the Bowie Nine Inch Nails tour. Yeah. yeah, right. And uh, it was actually really great. I'd seen Nails before as well, and they put on a hell of a live show. <clears throat> and uh, Nine Inch Nails went on before Bowie, but instead of having like a definitive end of the Nine Inch Nails set, now we'll have an intermission and shit like that. It was just a one big show, and uh, Trent's band members started leaving the stage, and Bowie's guys started coming on, and they just blended it together. Yeah, yeah. They did a few songs together out there, uh, and then then it was just Bowie's stage with his group, and he played a full set, and uh, and it was awesome. And uh, just as it became just Bowie, I was straining to see. I was standing in this aisle trying to watch and then these people were coming up from the front and they were like we were just here for Nine Inch Nails looks like you're really interested you want our floor passes oh duh. so I got down to the floor for it Amazing. so I wound up being about I don't know like eight feet back from fucking Bowie <laughs> oh man it was really insane and it was like staring at this dude all dressed in leather and he did it was just after Cobain died so like he did The Man Who Sold the World and stuff yeah, and it was right. like really like fucking mind blowing yeah it was something else uh, again he was not like anything ever uh, you guys, have you been watching lots of stuff? Mm. Boy, well, have I. Yeah. Boy. All right. I. <laughs> I saw some things. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> All right. I, well, here, uh, before we get into uh, the themes of just a bunch of movies, I watched the Golden Globes. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I didn't see that. I, I did R- not. Ricky Gervais is back. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I'll watch the award shows. I'm usually curious, and I want to see some yeah. stuff win and junk like that. Um. But it is weird, the Golden Globes, like all the stuff we were just talking about before recording, like The Martian wins, Yeah, you know, best musical or comedy. <laughs> like, okay, I know you wanted to give it an award, and then you should get one, because it's fantastic. Yeah. Like, it's so great. Super yeah. entertaining. Yeah, but that's weird, man, and just like... And Not it's, hilarious. I don't know, all these fucking Donald awards. Donald fell over. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the weirdest Golden one... Globe, please. When, when that Johnny Depp, the tourist movie... Yeah, where they where like him and Angelina Jolie have like a spy thriller, that one comedy is and musical, just yeah. a god awful movie, and it, yeah. that's even less of a comedy than like yeah, the Martian. Yeah. I at least laughed while I was watching. Yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is at funny. least Matt Damon is is personably funny, yeah. like or, yeah. or, or or like personable in it. But it is um, weird. Yeah. But it was a fairly dull Golden Globes. I'll say yeah. usually like the last couple of years having uh, Amy Poehler and uh, Tina Fey was pretty good. Yeah, at least the 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 first like ten minutes were going to be outstanding. Yeah, right. And so Ricky Gervais did his thing. 
And it's like, yeah, that's that thing. I get it, man. I don't know why they're going for it again. Um, He's it, really taking them down a peg. Yeah. Right? yeah. It really breaks my heart because, like I, I was saying before we started to record, I... I used to be the biggest Ricky oh, Gervais yeah. fan. I listened to all of his recorded entertainment. The pod, not only the podcast. I had bootlegs of his uh, uh, when he was on uh, on radio mm-hmm. in in Britain. Him and Stephen Merchant, where where they first introduced Carl Pilkington, mm-hmm. and I would listen to those over and over and over and over again because the, it was absolutely inspired comedy. Yeah, and he's just become such a shell of himself. Yeah, and I saw a quote today. I and and the re- like I, I I kind of cooled off on him because of all of his you know like fundamentalist atheist rants on Twitter and shit, <laughs> where I'm just like oh. God, you are a fucking idiot. Like this is these are things an idiot would say. Mm-hmm. Like think these things if you want, but God, just keep that shit to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um uh cuz like it's fine to be whatever you are if you're a religious person go for it, man. But he's intolerant. Yeah, but he's yeah and also and he's shoving his opinion down everyone's throat, which is the exact Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's it's as bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I'm not a god person at all, but I'm like, dude, fuck off. <laughs> no, but atheism uh, atheism is a theological standpoint. Yeah. Um. Uh. But but anyway. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I saw a um a quote from him yesterday that said, uh, or today that, that that said he was like, oh, did I offend some people? Of course I fucking did. I was like, well, yeah, but what I heard was you just made a couple of off colored gay jokes. And, yeah. Uh, that's what I, I couldn't believe it when those came out. I'm like, are we doing this really? <laughs> Uh, like yeah really? i read come I, on man there was one of those like the biggest burns the night and i read a couple of them and i was like this seems not okay no. like on a couple of them <laughs> well like what did he say um he was talking about uh what was he talking about jeffrey tambor and transparent yeah and something what i he said know. oh he, he looks like, like my nan i guess something. i like him because he reminds me of my nan and i'm like yeah, and yeah he, he, said, just, he did like a caitlin yes. jenner joke about like right and he's just and they weren't changed first a lot of all they're something mildly uh, offensive or yeah. whatever or their button push I know what he's trying to do but they aren't funny yeah so like just think of something else and like why would you go to this pool it's a useless pool for comedy yeah. it's and, no and fucking good you've got you have a whole room full of people who are um uh, uh, ridiculous people that you could just rip on them for a number of reasons. You have everything in front of you. Like to go to that well just seems desperate. Yeah, like, and it didn't. Um, and from what I read, like my last thing on it is is a couple of the jokes I read. It's like it's not even that you're taking them down a peg. It's just like you're using something for your joke, and you're not like he said to Mel Gibson. What the fuck does sugar tits mean anyway? Yeah. And it's like you're not saying, isn't it crazy that we accept this guy who like beat up a woman no, or anything? See, you're just I saying. Think- Oh, this is a thing you said. Isn't it embarrassing? I'm bringing it up. And well, it's like, that's in not- watching it though, that's the, the actually that moment is yeah. the whole reason I decided to talk about the Golden Globes because they bring out Mel Gibson. Yeah, and uh, you know he. Uh, why? I don't even know why he was there, but probably because Hollywood loves a comeback. They love it. Yeah, and they want yeah, to forgive him. They're dying. The I know, on. I know, I know, but they're dying to forgive Mel. Yeah, yeah they are. They have been from yeah. the beginning. I know. So. Uh, and he comes out and he gets a pretty good applause, even though he'd, like Gervais digs into him, of course, on yeah. the opening stuff. And then he's there and he makes some crack about uh, uh, colonoscopy or whatever. And it's just like, oh, well, fuck, they're about to just enjoy Mel Gibson here because he's clearly going to come out and talk about Mad Max. And everyone's going to go like, oh, it wasn't it great when Mel was our guy. Yeah. And Ricky comes back out and he goes, no, seriously, though, what, what does sugar tits mean? Uh, and it sets up Mel Gibson, who gets incredibly uncomfortable all yeah, of a sudden. Okay. And he's like, pff, pff, uh, I have to ask the guy who said it, because it wasn't me. 
And then he's made some weird remark about like, I don't, you know, get your beer or whatever. I don't need, you, okay. you, won't, you won't need the beer for me to knock you out. Or something. I don't even remember. And it's like, I watched this guy just turn into a pile of shit on stage. Can't take ownership for any of these fucking things he yeah. said that he said. It's not even a question of if, yeah. Yeah. you know, and that, he just looked at me. There's, there's, there's and recorded he just, uh, I don't know uh, if it was evidence. intentional. It certainly felt like it. Like he just walked out, you know, okay. You know, it's like, uh, it's like that scene in Backdraft. <laughs> when draft <laughs> <when laughs> comes back, <laughs> when uh, <clears throat> when Donald Sutherland is up for parole, yeah. and uh, De Niro goes to see him, yeah. and he's doing great in the parole thing, and he's like, you know, do you, know, do you remember this girl, Roland? Do you remember this girl? What did you do to that girl, Roland? It's like I burned her. It's like, what do you want to do to the world, Roland? Burn it all, and he fight and he fucks his parole because yeah. now Roland's like, all right, see you next year, Roland. Yeah. Because he's not going to get it this time, and yeah. I feel like Ricky did that okay. to Mel Gibson. Because like, from the thing that what, I read, it seemed what? like it was just like a little of this. No, it felt yeah. like he just he set was... him up to fucking slay him and yeah. just go no, 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 no. If that's what he was trying to do, honestly, good on him. I yeah. hope so. If they made so, Mel I think it's what he did. It's what was accomplished because everyone yeah. it got weird and awkward and quiet. Yeah, and, uh, and Mel just looked like again like a crazy fucking old man who just hates everybody. Yeah, and that's what he is. Yeah, and you got to get exactly. him the fuck out of here. So if, that's what I don't he know is. if he was put up as, as an example, but it really felt like one. Okay, because he came out there very direct. Yeah, to say something like, "Tell me why you called somebody sugar tits." Yeah, yeah, you know. Well, fucking, you know what? Good, like, good. That that's fine. Definitely. Now, is the uh, Golden Globes necessarily the place for that to happen? No, but Perhaps where else not, is he going to drag? Else? No, exactly. Yeah. Where the fuck else is it? Gonna no one else happen? will have him out. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so yeah. It, I don't know. That was the most interesting thing okay. that happened. All right, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if that's what why it happened, but the result I think was successful. Yeah. yeah. Fuck off, Mel Gibson. Totally. Yeah. You fucking. Blew <laughs> yeah. It. Exactly. And the thing is, like, you can make an argument for well, you know, it's the work. It, you know, like like ninety nine point nine percent of the people in Hollywood are uh, pieces of shit, but uh, but um they but they do the work and it's the work that hmm. that. The, that is the only thing we have the right to judge. Right. Um, uh, or, or enjoy or whatever. Uh, but we know this. We already know all this about Mel Gibson. And I just, on a personal level, don't want to see someone that shitty succeed. <laughs> oh, this is the thing. I mean, I'll, I will enjoy the Lethal Weapon movies for the rest of my life. I can't. I just see Riggs. I don't really think about Mel Gibson. Right. Same thing with the Mad Max movies. Yeah. You can't be a piece of shit and take those movies away from me. Yeah. You know, but new stuff. No, no, thanks. I don't. I can't go and watch a Mel Gibson movie and be like, ooh. But the weird thing is, <laughs> I can't. I can't. I mean, it's not like every day I was watching, you know, uh, uh, Cosby Show reruns. Yeah. But I can't even think about about watching the Cosby Show, which was a huge part of my life. Yeah. yeah. I can't even think about it anymore without going like, no, that's that's done for me now. Yeah. Well, so I mean, I, I think it's. I think I. I think it's the harder question of then if somebody thinks something horrific about people versus somebody who's done horrific things to people. Right. You know? Yeah. And that's where I can watch the Road Warrior. I'm like, yeah, sure. that guy's a racist, bigot, piece of shit, but George Miller made great movies, and I'm going to watch them. You know? Yeah. I'm like, oh, this guy thinks terrible things, but Cosby, it's a different... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, he, he is a fucking monster. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know. All right. And the... And the... The... The, the 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 ninety degree the one eighty on it rather sorry of Cosby like what he represented about family yeah you know yeah yeah it's it, the turn is too hard to really and what a dick with. he was about family values and about yeah. how, about judging other totally. people yeah so righteous for, about yeah. It, man. Oh, yeah man anyway <clears throat> um well other than the Golden Globes what have what's been what's been watched 
Uh, well, Casey? just like super quick, uh, TV wise, you know, we needed a new uh, a new show to start watching, mm-hmm. and uh, Mad Men is all over everything, and I just yeah. I always kept meaning to watch that. Oh. So we started watching Mad Men. Oh, great, man! Uh, and uh, so we're, we're uh, through season one, and and we're into season two, yeah. and uh, oh my god, it's it's as good, if not better, than than what everybody says. Oh yeah, and <laughs> dude, you're not even to the best. I know, yet. I know, and that's the, that's the crazy thing. I can't oh, imagine. Yeah, it's such it's a great show. Big. So glad you're watching. It. Although I, I wrote this on Twitter, I had no idea that there was uh, so much uh, prosthetics involved. Mm. Uh, uh, you know, because there's the whole storyline about uh, Peggy and she she become she gets big. Yeah, uh, and, and so there's like a lot of uh, prosthetics. And then his, one of his neighbors, uh, uh, there's a storyline where he starts to kind of get you know get fat kind of thing mm. and. And so he's got like face prosthetics and everything. And yeah. at one point, I'm like, it looks like an Energizer commercial from the 90s. <laughs> it looks like a Primus video. <laughs> but uh, but God damn it. God yeah. damn what it is everything work, about, huh? that, about that show entertaining. Yeah, it's really something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, that's so exciting. Yeah, yeah, for Fucking sure. Super cool. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, the performances across the board are absurdly good. Uh yeah, like everyone, like goddamn January Jones. Oh right, holy fuck! Like, yeah, uh, I mean, maybe I've heard that she's a dick or something. I, I don't know, but again, it, it becomes I don't care yeah. because she's so good on yeah, the yeah. show. She's killer, um, and that uh, I don't, I can't think of the actor's name. Uh, the one who plays Pete Campbell. Holy oh, fuck, man. Vincent Carthizer. Yeah, 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 And yeah. I really didn't like him because I was, uh, you know, a big Buffy nerd, which, which oh, means he on there? I also watched uh, Angel, uh-huh. uh, and he was on Angel, and oh. he was just, ugh. Yeah. Uh, I always forget that I only know so him as big yeah, on yeah. Buffy. Yeah, yeah. I so always weird, forget right? it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it's so, well, I, like, <laughs> I, I want you to have, like, a Buffy cast. <laughs> oh, the, want... the thing is, though, like, I haven't kept up on any. Yeah. I don't remember anything. I, I just remember it being insanely entertaining, Yeah, which it totally was. And also, there's a musical episode of it where the music is just fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Um. But uh. But he was on that and on Angel, and I didn't. I didn't care that much for him. I was like, yeah. oh, that that guy's on. Those are a strike against watching Mad Men for sure. me. Sure. Yeah. Was and a- that- Was Angel good? Show? Uh, it had its moments. Okay, it was pretty good. Did I talk about that? I watched the original movie recently on the show. Recently, <gasps> no, but you did mention it on Letterboxd. on the internet. Yeah. yeah. That's a weird movie. Uh, I remember, I remember being entertained. By oh, it's it. entertaining, but it, it's one of those movies where, like, wait, which it, movie we're talking about? The, the Buffy, Buffy the oh, Vampire Slayer yeah, I, film. I quite liked it. It's funny. Yeah. There's definitely Paul Rubens was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah his uh, he's his got death. like a death it's, scene. Oh, that's really, like, super oh funny. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely one of those movies where you're like, not quite there. I know why you came back to this well. Yeah, like yeah. it needed a yeah. it needed a better director. Yeah, it's well, not he, direct directed well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and he said like I, I think he was supposed to direct it, Joss Whedon. Yeah, and then they, they really. Yeah, there was like the studio was like, yeah, yeah so, fair enough. Um, yeah, the studio <laughs> farted. Yeah, he got distracted. <laughs> yeah. What else? Uh, I don't know. I, I got like a million other things. Okay, but, yeah, uh, we'll go around. What about more. you, Dan Gorman? Um, I watched a couple things. I watched uh, the documentary Style Wars. About graffiti in New York City. Oh, the, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I've classic seen that float around on Netflix. Yeah, it's yeah. super, super good. Yeah, um, as good as everyone says. Yeah. I won't talk about that for much because I want to say that I watched this movie from the '80s. It's a Canadian film called Ticket to Heaven. I mentioned it to you guys. And you're Facebook. watching anything that's uh, going to heaven. Yeah, yeah. Dan Gorman yeah. will watch it. <laughs> you will watch anything that's going a night to heaven. heaven. Has a male stripper. Yeah, a night in heaven <laughs> or both. It was. Oh, it was just because I was compiling that uh, net uh, YouTube playlist of just full movies I could find of yeah. like old weird ones that are so hard to find that 
like I'm never going to be able to purchase them. Yeah. So, but I found this movie. It said it just said like classic 80s movie about brainwashing. And I was like, I'll watch this, see what mm-hmm. it is. <laughs> uh, and and I think it, I think I love your that meets all my criteria. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I thought that it was a TV movie because it felt like kind of a TV movie because yeah. it had that sort of issue of the week kind of vibe. But yeah. apparently it was a theatrical movie. But it's Canadian. It's it starts. That's why it feels like a yeah. TV. And it it starts in Toronto and it's about this guy who goes to visit a friend in San Francisco and it turns out that his friend has sort of fallen into this kind of like religious cult. And it's one of those kind of 70s, 80s cult things that seems like it's all about positivity and the Lord and stuff. It's not quite religious, religious, but it has that vibe. And they're on like a, they're on like a farm and it's all like chill and seems so nice. And he's not into it. And the kind of slow beating down of, of his will. Mm. And, and, and then eventually he gets like super sucked into this cult and it's so so good. It's like this really amazing movie that I can't believe has just been forgotten. Sounds like a great episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> it has that kind of vibe, and I feel like maybe at the time it won like some awards, and Roger Ebert gave it a really good review. I feel like it was like a sleeper of the year that year, but mm. it's awesome. And Kim Cattrall is like a side character in it. She huh. she plays like one of the women at the compound that's like in charge of like brainwashing people. Hmm. And some of it really reminded me of The Master when they're like forcing them. To like oh, yeah. do things over and over again, not in its like intensity, but they like force them to sing songs and like run around and do these things over and over and over again. And it actually has a really good like kind of ease into it where you're like, it's not one of those movies where all of a sudden he's crazy and he's in the cult. It's one of those movies where all of a sudden you're like, I can kind of buy how this guy got beat down mm-hmm. and now his like family has to come try and like break him out mm-hmm. yeah and it's it's really good i'm just really shocked that and nobody ever talks about it so yeah it's on youtube it's hard to find uh anywhere else i couldn't find it to like rent or anything so check it out ticket Fucking to a. heaven yeah, it's, it's good and that then the, le- all right. the lead guy i think his name is like nick mancuso or something oh that sounds like a familiar name to me yeah and yeah. there's a lot of people you'll in this movie you'll be like Oh, like like that kind of yeah. yeah. Like there was this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember his name, but there was this guy that had like these bushy eyebrows and these big glasses, and I was like, that guy's like a famous Canadian actor that I just oh. remember. <laughs> Eugene <laughs> like I, Levy. Yeah, no, but he had a Eugene. He had a Eugene Levy esque look, and I was yeah. like, I know I've seen that guy in like commercials or right. or TV movies or something. Yeah, um, there's a lot of those people. Yeah, the only thing that hasn't aged well about it is his best friend is like a stand-up comedian and they they cut back to like meanwhile his friend in Toronto and he's like on stage dressed as a tomato dancing and that's supposed to be his stand-up. <laughs> yes. And I was like that no. I don't think you understand. <laughs> that's fucking dynamite. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but yeah. definitely check. What t- did the? I don't know how that came up, uh, came me, to be in a movie. Me either. Stand up comedy. That's uh And he's doing that's like that underwear he, commercial, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we've got this. Loom, right? that's yeah. the Stand up thing. We've got this heavy cult movie. Yeah. Uh, we need a B plot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do, oh, and, uh, I don't know, but uh, uh, tomato cult. Yeah. And he's doing like vegetable <laughs> puns, and you're just like, oh, I don't Jesus think this Christ. flew. Like at Yuck Yucks or whatever. Well, listen, we got Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's much not, better uh, than Tomato Man. Yeah. <laughs> Larry the Tomato yeah. Gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Ticket to Heaven 1981, I yeah, believe. Okay. Check it out. I will check that It's out. really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds great. What else? <clears throat> um, I found it really hard to watch things uh, with the baby going on. Mm-hmm. Not just because there's the baby and you're, you just want to stare at the baby all yeah. the time. But uh, it's, uh, it's really hard to stay awake 
for anything. Yeah. Because yeah. like right now is the the grind where you're up every two hours. Yeah. Or she's up every two hours rather. So you know, there's no consistent sleep. Yeah. And I kept trying to watch things and just passing the fuck out. So mostly a lot of music listening this week, which is great. But mm. I did get through a movie. Um, it took me about four months because <laughs> yeah. I kept falling asleep. But I finally saw uh, Trainwreck. Okay. Mm. Uh, Amy Schumer there, yeah, mm. and uh, Bill Hader and John Cena and all kinds of John Apatow, yeah, directed, uh, big cast, yeah, uh, uh, Brie Larson's in there. Uh, uh, LeBron James is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he's is like as far as the spectrum of athletes acting goes, uh, the bottom he's is Joe Montana. Pleasant. I thought he was super funny. Joe Montana is clearly the bottom. We all saw him on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah. He has no terrible. idea what he's doing. Yeah, the best quarterback ever, but no no good. <laughs> I'm then, excited. And to... then you've got Peyton Manning is like your best uh, your best hopeful <laughs> yeah, option because he absolutely. can be quite funny. Yeah. And so LeBron's nowhere near a yeah. Peyton Manning level. Um, I'll give him like he's about as good as, as those Charles Barkley deodorant commercials. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's like an Eli Manning. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Eli Manning was... Surprisingly, all right. Yeah, like Saturday LeBron night. said his words fine. He didn't sound like stumbly or anything like that. He sounded basically like a person. But trying to do some of this, these little comedy bits, I feel like somebody coached him. Like, no, hold a straight face for this. Yeah, and just yeah. hold it for a long time. Like, I, it wasn't the. Yeah, it's but just I not imagine, there. I, I wonder if this is just the way he talks. But he delivers lines. Everything he talks about, talk about it like this. I'm going to do a thing, and this is how my line goes. Yeah, like, fair enough. Everything has just the same cadence, yeah. and it's like, I'm just trying to get a sentence done. Yeah. yeah. And you know, so he was fine. He wasn't distracting in it, and uh, I don't know. I enjoy when there's like real, when there's a movie that has a sports plot, and mm. they have real-life sports in it, not yeah. made-up teams and shit. Yeah. Uh, right. Unless you're the last Boy Scout. You can get away yeah. with it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or the team names are really funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm interested uh, to know what you think, because... I, I don't know, but I feel like, because Casey and I were pretty light on the movie. We were like, yeah, it's pretty funny, but yeah. there's a lot to dislike. Yeah, the movie, movie. Part, the actual movie part of it is great. The Judd Apatow yeah. part of it sucks. But maybe, yeah. I kind of feel like it could it could go down easier in chunk, like well, a couple this is stretches. The thing. Yeah, so I didn't yeah, have right. to spend the whole two hours. Yeah. It was a, you know spread out for me. And it is still too long. But what I liked about this movie a lot, because I did quite like it, particularly when I thought back to it over a couple of days. I'm like, you know what? Because I saw a, a bunch of clips for it came up while I was watching the Golden Globes. And mm-hmm. I was like, man, I liked that movie. Because I'd see a clip from it and I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because uh, Bill Hader's great in it. He and, is um, and Amy Schumer, of course. Well, this is the thing. <clears throat> she was incredible in it. Yeah. And I think it goes. And so I, Jennifer Lawrence won the Golden Globe for female lead in a comedy or musical mm-hmm. for Joy. Now, I'll give her credit. Joy would have been a pile of shit if not for her performance, and mm-hmm. it is very good. But I felt really bummed that Amy Schumer didn't get it because she's wildly hilarious in this movie and has like some killer delivery, mm-hmm. but she actually acts. She's so she's so human. Yes. But without seeming like, oh, this is the part where the comedian's acting. No, because yeah. then I realized in watching that and how much, how disappointed I was, even though I, there was no surprise that Jennifer Lawrence got the award there, mm-hmm. that Schumer didn't get it because I was like, no, that, was a, that wasn't just a great comic lead. That was a true performance. Like there was a, everything was there. She did everything. Yeah. Everything in this movie. And I was like, so that movie's like actually, it's not a drama, but it's a, it's a it's a comedic film. It's not a comedy. Yeah, uh, and I liked it more for that because the real parts of the story where they had to deal with things uh, like a funeral or you know I don't want to get too much into yeah. the film itself, but they really f- felt 
like they belonged there. Yeah. As a part of a story, as opposed to just set pieces for somebody to be hilarious. Well, that's that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like I feel like Amy Schumer wrote a very good and concise script. Yeah. About a type of person. Yeah. You know, a character study, and then Judd Apatow went, "Let's put a funny intervention part in." Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that felt really awkward. Although I awful. quite enjoyed Broderick in it. Uh, it just the whole thing felt out yeah. Of place. I it felt was entirely like, out of place. But when you watch it in segments, it was like, oh, okay, yeah. it's Mr. Broderick. Oh, we're doing a sketch now. Yeah, <laughs> we're doing. We can't skits. all be Ferris Bueller yeah. and marry the lead of Sex in the City. There's three other ladies in that show. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, uh, so uh, yeah, the uh, the artistic merit of that movie I thought was really really strong, yeah. and uh, I, I was just really happy with it. I mean, just very excited to see what comes from Amy Schumer down the line. I would like and to see listen, her direct her own movie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, as far as athletes acting going, uh, John Cena was fucking great. He was pretty funny. Because yeah. he delivered all the funny stuff that I know he can do because he's great on the mic in yeah. the ring for doing in WWE. You have to be kind of good at improv to do that. So being funny and saying crazy things in a movie theater or during sex, like there's no <laughs> I team. <is> pretty, <laughs> yeah, It'd be great. But when he breaks up with her, <clears throat> I was like, "Hey, man, good job. That's a yeah. really good scene." Yeah, yeah. And so and he good. plays the he plays like the 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 sort of uh, not emotion of it, but the and I don't want to say anger, no, but, but the he, frustration. He plays the frustration. That's a great yeah. word of it. Like like super real, super real. Yeah. yeah. And so I was really yeah, yeah. I, I really liked that movie. It's still about twenty twenty five minutes too long, yeah. but uh, fucking whatever. It's really worth it. Uh, it's it's faults because it's a terrific terrific uh, little piece of work. Yeah. Yeah. Casey? Uh, well, I watched a movie that uh, maybe three or four episodes back, you both uh, were like, oh, you haven't seen that movie? You have to see that movie. Okay. So I was like, oh, well, this would be good. Uh, I watched the movie uh, Hannah. Okay. Oh, fucking man. Yeah. yeah. And because you both were like, if if I understand correctly, yeah. you both were like, uh, this movie's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This movie's like super great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't get it. Really? <laughs> yeah. I knew you were going to say that. pretty good. <laughs> it's got great. Uh, I finally have uh, now seen a movie mm-hmm. in which I can say Kate Blanchett is genuinely terrible in. <laughs> she is awful in this movie. Uh, and, oh, I don't remember that at all. No. Oh, boy. She is, she's, I don't know what she's, what's oh, going no, on. No, I have to watch again. Accent wise. And also she's, she's a villain <laughs> in this movie. Uh, but... A lot about it is really great, um, uh, and then a lot about it is really awkward. Yeah. Uh, it's really fun. Like from, from the very beginning, it's very engaging, yeah. and Saoirse Ronan is uh, fantastic. Yeah, uh, and Eric Bana is fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Kate Blanchett is fucking terrible. Uh, but then you know when she uh, uh, they they bring her back and to to the to the facility. And, you know, she's just like a fucking crazy killing machine. And you're yeah. like, oh, my God, she's fucking like, this is so great. But then it, it just, it's a movie that just stumbles. And, mm. and I think that if you had of um, I would have liked for us to either spend more time or better time with the family she hooks up with, mm-hmm. because I love the dynamic of that. Like, yeah. I love that she's just trying to be part of something, try to, trying to be human. Yeah. And the girl who plays her friend is fuck is the best thing about the movie. Mm. She's fucking hilarious. But also, she, she plays like uh, a simple teenage girl who doesn't really know what's going on really, really well. Yeah. Um, but then the and then it'll just cut to an action part that's just like oh well this is first of all 
weirdly placed and then just kind of boring. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I find it really spotty. Yeah, I know. I really enjoyed myself yeah. with it. I'm, I might have had rose-colored glasses because I watched it immediately after watching um, A Good Day to Die Hard. Yeah. Oh, that was oh so one, you're right? just like, oh, look, a competent film. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, I remember so, get it. I like. I under. I get the vibe that it's kind of like clumsy and obvious, and they really push a lot of like the visual stuff, like the wolf and the yeah. like with the like setups and stuff. But I remember just loving it. I loved, yeah, I love the so soundtrack. Much fun and and the, yeah, I really liked her so much in it. Yeah, and the, the exactly. Whole, yeah, and you're both right. The soundtrack, and I don't even give a fuck for the Chemical Brothers, mm-hmm. but uh, the soundtrack really fits in nicely. And there's some really beautiful soundscapes in, yeah. in, in it. Uh, and and Saoirse Ronan's fucking great. Yeah. There's some really great performances really bad performances and uh there's some uh it's just a stoppy and starty movie Mm -hmm. that's just by the end of it i was like well i'm not i'm not sorry i watched that movie it was it was fun enough but yeah yeah there's there's some joe righty stuff Uh, well that's too bad Uh, yeah yeah. fair enough yeah Yeah. sure i guess (laughs) what else but you know i'm no fun (laughs) there's that too that has been casey hates everything for the week (laughs) no no i got more uh yeah what else uh oh well all all right well actually i don't know if i have any more uh i hate everything but uh I, I watched uh, a couple of. I'm just trying to catch up with uh, last year's movies. Yeah. So I watched The Revenant. Oh. Uh, yeah. What did you think? Um, I think you're both right. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's a fuck ton better than Birdman. Yeah. Um, uh, I think it's got a lot of really great stuff in it. I yeah. think it could have been at least a half an hour or shorter. Yeah. Because I, I think that there's a lot of stuff where I'm just like, I see what you're trying to do, and I see that you're trying to. Uh, to um, kind of like drag me along with the story, but you're yeah. just losing me at this point. Huh. Um, uh, I thought Leonardo DiCaprio was fine. Yeah, I, I don't ever think that he's fucking wonderful. I, I, I just I don't know that I ever will. But I didn't in this movie. Really, I just don't I, get it. I, I thought is it too, is he too famous? Is that what it is? Or no, he's just too um, uh, actory. Yeah, he's too acting. Hmm. Um, where you know Tom Hardy was in this movie, mm-hmm. Will Poulter in this movie as well. Yeah, really they good. were both fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, Don Donal 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 wasn't he great Grayson in it? Was fucking fantastic. Man, I, I fucking so on board with that kid. Yeah. See, and they were just they were in a, a situation. Yeah. Um, you know, on film yeah. where where Leonardo DiCaprio was uh, was acting like a guy. Now, that mauling scene, yeah. I don't know how they did that. <laughs> it's crazy, right? <laughs> how did they do that? Uh, so good. But, uh, but yeah, I, I was like, I don't think I'll, I'll just ever fully be on board with him. Yeah, fair enough. I don't know. I just, I uh, I like the this latter part of his career because it got real gross after uh, Titanic. Mm-hmm. That was, he's terrible in Titanic. <laughs> I never saw uh, it. I know, it's so weird. It's... <laughs> I, mean, it's just I wish you had to see it in 3D when Greg. Was. I know. I was yeah. praying. <laughs> uh, I was so mad. That would have been pretty good yeah. because yeah. I've got such a streak of not. I know. I know. Well, maybe they'll re-release it again someday. <laughs> if they if that gets re-released again in theaters, it is fucking getting rolled for. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Um. But like you know, because then he did like the Man in the Iron Mask. I saw that in theaters. Fuck that movie <laughs> sucks. I didn't bother. Holy shit! Does that movie suck? Um. And. Uh, you know the beach was not good. There's a bunch of garbage at Romeo and Juliet. I don't care mind that. the beach. Uh, I think the beach right, is actually fine. a movie that it's that, not as bad as Man in the Iron Mask or Romeo and Juliet yeah. and some other junk. I think the, the beach plays well on rewatch because you think it's from the era in which 
it'll be really shitty, but then because it's the guy that did um, Ex Machina. What's his name? Uh, Director of Ex Machina. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <sighs> oh, my God. And Sunshine. Ex Wait, Machina? what? Yeah. No, Danny Boyle. Yeah, no, but the the who wrote... What's his name? The guy that did Ex Machina and Sunshine. Wrote and Sunshine. Sunshine. Oh, I see. Wrote and directed. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, I see what you mean. I don't know why I can't think of his name, and yeah, everyone out there has already thought of it. And yeah. he's yelling at the... Anyway, think of it he either. wrote the book that... And also the screenplay, I believe, for The Beach. Uh, so you go back to it, and you're like, oh, actually, there's something here. Maybe I'll go back. I've, it's on Netflix, and I've kind of thought about going back to it. But yeah. I, I mean, there, I think there's a time period. And then there's Gangs of New York. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably the turn point where I actually don't... I don't like Gangs of New York at all. Um, there's a fun cartoony performance from uh, Dan and Day Lewis. Yeah. It's all bananas, but that movie's so weird. I know they're like going for a thing with the mm-hmm. look and how they, but it's too, but it's too yeah. wacky for me. <laughs> uh, and I don't like DiCaprio in it. He's he's super actory in that. Yeah. But I think that's where he got set on the right path. Yeah, then Alex I, I felt yeah, yes. I um, I really then liked his performance in The Aviator, and I think that's where I started getting straightened out. Then there was like something fantastic, like uh, he did some really terrific work. I, I would say, uh, uh, Catch Me If You Can, yeah, a spectacular performance. Uh, the Departed, I fucking love his performance. I, I'm not saying he's then, not entertaining. Uh, no, sometimes. no, I know. I just think it's uh, he gets uh, because he's of a level of fame, he gets. Uh, shorthanded by movie people sometimes i don't know i think a lot of people uh, a lot of people are at his level of fame like um you know like clooney you see him put in a a, a really solid performance every once in a while and then a really hilarious performance every once in a while for sure i think he's got i think he can do those things tom yeah. hanks is i don't just think about... clooney's ever gone as far as something as uh as dicaprio has though it's like you want to go to like a gilbert grape or something like that no or taking think... the kind of risks Absolutely, but I don't think that you can definitively call an actor an actor uh, just because of the risk. Just True. because he chose to eat that heart. I'm not saying The Revenant is the be-all and end-all of, of his performance. No, I just no. think the last yeah. like five, six years of Definitely. work have been like pretty fucking great. Uh, yeah. I, I think they, they've been his best. And, and yeah. again, I've been wildly entertained by him, specifically in mm-hmm. um, uh, Django Unchained, because, again, yeah. that heightened reality uh, really allows him to be a little bit more flamboyant, and therefore it covers up the fact that he's very showy and very mm-hmm. actory. Yeah. Um, yeah, fair enough. But, uh, uh, but yeah, it was it was fine. It was a fine movie to watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And and there was a lot about it that was like visually like a, like like I said like uh, it, Birdman was borderline unwatchable for me so that mm-hmm. that this is a better movie yeah. I'm like okay good well, I, again, I'd like again, to the, be back uh, on track with uh, in 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 a in a re, in a re two yeah re two. the uh, and all the single take scenes. It had purpose this time. Yeah, exactly. It didn't feel like look, look what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Bre- some breathtaking stuff. The photography of that film is. Yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, There's some super beautiful stuff. Wow, yeah. Anything else? Mm. We're almost an hour. Yeah, I didn't see anything else myself. It's just been, you know. I watched the Wolf Pack on, on yeah, Netflix. Yeah, I you watched that. Uh, documentary about the, the brothers that live in New York, but they're not really allowed to leave their apartment. So they recreate scenes from their favorite movies, many of which are Tarantino films. Yeah. Huh. Definitely watch that documentary if you're huh. in the mood for a doc. It's really yeah. cool. But you do almost... they show the recreations? Uh, yeah, they do. Um, they show them doing it. I don't know if yeah. it's like original footage. Like they have some old footage and some new footage. Right. But it is a movie that you kind of wish they delved a little deeper into because right. there is kind of like some 
potential like the father kind of robbed them of their childhood and mm-hmm. is potentially in an abusive relationship and they don't really with the with the wife and they don't really get into that and you're kind of like i feel like this needs to go that way a little yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> but it is a really really fascinating film yeah yeah huh hmm Anything else from you guys? I watched, uh, like I said, I've been really catching up. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so real quick, mm-hmm. I'll just go through a couple, because there's a couple that you guys have, have talked okay. a lot about. Yeah. Uh, I watched uh, Diary of a Teenage Girl. Oh, and great. Um, the what porn? did you <laughs> the <porn> again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I watched the uh, porn again. A lot of fucking. <laughs> um, <laughs> actually, it t- turns out. Quite a lot, a lot of, of fucking. fucking about yeah, them. yeah, yeah. I did not. I did not expect Diary of a Teenage Girl, uh, the legitimate version, to be uh, uh, to be as rough as it was. Mm-hmm. Pretty yeah. rough. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, I really liked it. I didn't mm. love it, but I really liked it. Mm. Uh, I thought her performance was fucking amazing. Yeah. How about I that? thought Alexander Skarsgård was fucking great. Yeah. Um, Kristen Wiig didn't have enough to do. Yeah. Uh, she, or, she well, she fine. did what she, she had. Great. To. Yeah. Exactly. I do. Um, uh, I thought it lost uh, points for me because of the whole uh, integrated. Now I realize it's a graphic novel, yeah, um, and it owes a lot to things like um, Robert Crumb, uh, like Robert Crumb yeah. and and uh, 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 Harvey P. Carr and stuff yeah. like yeah, that, yeah. Uh, so that it's going to feel a little bit like American Splendor or something. Right. But uh, but I, I feel like it lost um, points for for feeling like oh okay, well it's it's that genre of of mm. you know movie with integrated comic-y stuff in mm-hmm. it. Oh, I, just, I, like, I love that aspect yeah. of it. Um, yeah. I, I just, maybe I've just seen it too many times. Maybe sure. it's just something where I'm just like... Uh, it is like something not, that yeah comes up a lot in movies. Yeah. yeah. Like the F word or whatever with uh, Daniel Radcliffe. The yeah. Canadian movie, they had all those things flying around, the projections and stuff. And mm-hmm. it's, it, is, it is something that starts to feel like oh it's a little easy but yeah, I, I liked it, it, it in is. this case like, yeah, it, yeah. And I, I feel like it, it's something that's meant to, to create like a, a bit of a, a hyper reality mm-hmm. and like a fun fantasy kind of thing in, in which uh, horrible things that happen yeah. uh, mm-hmm. you know like blowjobs in bathrooms you know hit that much harder yeah. but it starts to feel a bit like a crutch yeah. um, and uh, uh, so you know there's stuff like that um, but overall again her performance is fucking great uh, and and it's all based on you know somebody's life, so you yeah, know, you can't really judge that to our because mm-hmm. you're like, well, this is what happened. Yeah. Um. But yeah, really good. Yeah, man. Uh, and then finally, I saw Steve Jobs. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, uh, I watched it because you'd seen it. Like, and you saw Jobs too, right? Yes, I did. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Compare and contrast. Oh my god, it was, it was so funny. Did you write like, an essay? I hope you wrote an essay. Uh, <laughs> Comparative essay. Yeah. Uh, Steve Jobs or Jobs. Uh, I'm just going to quit my job and write uh, about the differences. I'm going to quit my jobs. <laughs> um, uh, uh, yeah, uh, Steve Jobs is uh, infinitely better than uh, Jobs uh-huh. because uh, Michael Fassbender is not uh, Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> what? Um, oh! <laughs> but I've never seen them in the same room. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, it, it's it's just a pretty good movie. Yeah. It yeah. got a lot of attention on uh, the Golden Globes yeah. last night, which Did I was kind of surprised yeah, at. I'm Kate like, Winslet. I feel like this is like a lukewarm movie that people weren't too hot on, and <laughs> now they're trying to like... I I, feel, I think it would... Uh, like 10 years ago, I would have thought it was to bump up DVD sales, and I'm like, <laughs> what's this for? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah what are, we, like, are you shorting these great performances? Nothing against you know Blanchett, but... She doesn't need another award. There were some, a couple of people nominated that, like, you should bring some attention to these performances in yeah. these films. 
But all right, give it the jobs. Yeah, I Steve I liked jobs. it a lot, but it is that kind of movie that sort of floats away. Well, yeah. it's, it's, it's just really like, well done. And there's a few things I didn't like about uh, the direction. Like there's a couple times when they did the like words showing up. Oh that, yeah, that was, that like, was really uh, that was it, it. It felt like it really felt like Aaron Sorkin was just phoning it in because mm-hmm. it felt like a, a a long episode of the West Wing that was about Steve Jobs mm-hmm. because it's very like mm, I'm saying this quip. Yeah. Oh well, I'm saying this quip right now. Yeah. It's like well, yeah, but you were like a computer guy who was like awkward and weird, and you wouldn't have been quippy like that. Yeah. You know, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, you know, and I'm not saying that that Steve Wozniak was like a quippy guy, but like, yeah. the, it, you know, it, it's just it's a little stylized for the players involved right. in a real life situation. I love the structure, though. Um, I yeah, I, I liked the structure, but also and, and again, maybe it was just supposed to be a little bit more hyper reality. But but it was kind of like, oh, boy. Uh, this guy's whole life happened, uh, always happened <laughs> just before he was going on yeah. stage. <laughs> uh, like, uh, like, did nothing happen any other time? But as soon as he had a thing to do, fucking it, everybody showed up drama. and started saying really clever jams. <laughs> <laughs> um, totally. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, but it, it was it was uh, uh, certainly entertaining, yeah. and and Michael Fassbender was great. Yeah. Meh. All right. Okay. Everyone yeah, else I, I just, just can't fine. be. I can't find an interest. It, it'll have to be on Netflix and like literally nothing else. Yeah. yeah, I was. I was definitely interested to see, and I'm glad that I did. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I, I was of medium, uh, medium yeah. interest. Uh-huh. Anything else before film roulette? Then or no? Seems no, good. man. I don't think. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a mental good, good input yeah. from Greg. mess today. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh well, I mean, yeah. that's that's going to be expected. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, then let's get on to film roulette. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Film related is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week, the two high rollers got to pick whatever they wanted in a winner's choice week, but the loser had to watch Baby's Day Out. Though the loser also gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Last week's loser, Casey, gave us Andrew WK's I Get Wet, and he'll reveal the Punishment album for this week because he lost Mm. again. Uh, We'll do all that and more. We'll roll for movies next week. And uh, so let's get right into winner's choice. 
Uh, Greg and I got to watch whatever we wanted to. Yeah. Uh, how do you want to get into this? Do you want me to go first or you? Uh, why don't you go first? Okay. Because I don't think I'll be too long. Yeah, me either. I don't think, but... Um, I'm not going to be too long. Either. Yeah, we went pretty long in the bit, so yeah, whatever, guys. Right, yeah. Yeah. You get. <laughs> um, I watched Concussion. Oh, with oh interesting. Smith. Okay, yeah. good. Um, this is from this year, uh, directed by Peter Landsman. Will Smith stars in this. Um, Alec Baldwin, Albert Brooks is in this thing. Oh yeah. Um, tons of other people that you will recognize. Uh, Paul Reiser's in this. Luke Wilson's oh, briefly really? in it as well, and a ton of other people. Uh, this is uh, about, according to IMDb, in Pittsburgh, accomplished pathologist Dr. Benet Omalu uncovers the truth about brain damage in football players who suffer repeated concussions in the course of normal play. Based on the true story. Um, this thing kind of came and went. I didn't see a lot of, you know, raves or dismissal. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I guess I can come here today to tell you I understand why, because right. this is a okay movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is the kind of movie you'll watch on a weekend, and it's mostly very engaging, but there's some stuff that just doesn't work. But overall, it is because of the true story of, like... yeah. You know, how many times can these guys get hit in the head and everybody say that nothing can go wrong? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it kind of, in having just watched Making a Murderer, it was interesting to ha- to watch another movie that kind of dealt with that sort of like, I, not outrage, but sort of, no, but they're hitting their heads uh, like at hundreds of Gs above what you should be doing yeah. every day and... and that's gonna do something yeah. for sure, and and the story's great. There was some stuff, and where also where did that key come from? <laughs> um, there there was some stuff with the football players that um, they show you kind of like how their lives are ruined and how their their lives become ruined in the wake of of this that didn't really work for me. Um, Will Smith is good. I thought I was going to be sort of put off by his his accent. But again, I've said in the past on the show, I'm not really the, the kind of guy that watches a movie. And if it, somebody has a poor accent that doesn't, isn't you know executed well, I find it doesn't bother me usually. Yeah. So it might be one of those things that anyone yeah, else watches yeah. and laughs through because sure. it's terrible. It I, seemed I, all right in the trailer. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. Expert, I, was, I was impressed by yeah, that. Yeah, I feel like anyway. he can nail that kind of stuff. Yeah, so he's he's very good in sure. it. Sure. It's, it's kind of across the board like... They they do like some romance stuff with him meeting his wife and you're kind of like, nah, they don't really need this. But a lot of the stuff of him figuring it out is just kind of like solid procedural-esque sort sure. of. He's figuring out what's yeah, like, going on. It's a really interesting story. Yeah. Yet I, I don't. Yeah, and I saw the trailers. I'm like, I guess maybe. But I have no interest in seeing this movie. Yeah. Because I know the story and it is a fucking fascinating story. Definitely. There's a, there's a terrific documentary called League of Denial. Yeah. That's about this. Watch that. It's yeah. great. And yeah. this kind of movie, like, I don't understand the purpose of this kind of movie anymore. We don't really need it. There's no... Yeah. Uh, uh, the documentary has become a much bigger thing that we can enjoy and learn mm-hmm. a lot more from. And something like this I found just not interesting, too, because I just, like, oh, Will Smith decided to try for an, an Oscar again. Again, yeah. And that's just what it feels like. <laughs> and that's what his career feels like. It's like he goes through these... He's a- attempting to be- fill some kind of movie stereotype yeah. hole, you know? Like, he'll make his run for his Oscar movie or a movie he can make a fucking song with or some shit. And that's why when you look like Will Smith seems like it's such a packaged thing that isn't authentic or interesting, and which is a bummer because he has the raw talent. It's Mm -hmm. it's really there. And he's really 
engaging, but definitely go look at his IMDb. It's terrible. <laughs> it is. Yeah, he makes he makes terrible. Some bad he choices. makes no like across the like I you I bet you cannot find five good films on his IMDb that you would say that you would recommend for someone to watch. I fucking guarantee you, you can't. Um, <laughs> I think I, I, I seem to remember Ali being pretty good. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. It's a little too fucking long, but it's but good. That's a it. that's a good movie. Sure. Yeah. That I don't know. Six degrees of separation. Six degrees of separation. Great. Which he did. You yeah. know, before anybody knew who he was. Uh huh. Like it's not like he chose. What else? Well, I guess he could have <laughs> chosen that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Men in Black. I guess. Yeah. I guess. Men in Black. It's a bunch of garbage, man. It's fucking, you know, and it's just, and it's all this like Hollywood processed garbage. And this just seems like the mature version of his Hollywood yeah. processed garbage because he wants a fucking Oscar. Yeah, and he hasn't had a hit movie in a long fucking time, and he still doesn't because he's given us this fake garbage. Yeah, I've not had a lot of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but the important thing is you're really mad at Will Smith. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's not his. He's not keeping you up. Really. <laughs> I don't know that. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're right. <laughs> I don't know what's going it's, on. It's 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 very much like concussion is very. You almost made a really great movie. Like it, it, yeah. it looks good. The direction's pretty well. The guy that um, made it wrote and directed it, and he's done some other movies that seem to be sort of like fictionalized version of like important things, like one about the John F. Kennedy assassination called Parkland. Which I've never seen, but oh, he yeah, seems to be yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. in that mold of like I'm going to do these kind of like issue movies, but they're also kind of blockbustery, watchable thrillers, uh-huh. and it's almost there. And Emma has seen the documentary, and before we watched it, she was yeah. like, uh, "I, I, I think I saw the documentary about this." But then, like halfway through the movie, she was like, "I'm going to go fold laundry." <laughs> 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 so it, yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah. And I watched the rest of it, and I was like, I'm glad I watched that. It was perfectly fine for this Sunday afternoon, but at the same huh. time... It's a good thing that Emma brought her laundry to the movie theater yes. we went to. <laughs> she did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. That seems like an awkward thing for her to have done. Yeah. Or did she go stand up in the middle of the theater and go, and she went, I'm going home yeah. to do my laundry. She went to the laundromat that she does laundry at around the corner from Cineplex. We drop off a load, we go to Cineplex. And We've all done it. Yeah. Edit <laughs> uh, that part out, Casey. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, coffee time. Well, um, I don't have too much else to say about it. Um, All right. Well, yeah. Dan saw football headache. Greg, what did you say? <laughs> I uh, I won't be too long because I saw something that we've discussed a number of times. Okay. Uh, on the show, I finally saw Sicario. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I am too sleep deprived to really dig into deeper meanings and metaphors of this film, and yeah. I can feel them bubbling all over the place. But as a surface thriller that I just watched, um, I don't understand how I watched an awards show last night that had no mention of this film. Yeah. Um, for a variety of reasons for performance, for cinematography, for script, for. How is Emily direction. Blunt not yeah. nominated for this? I don't this. know, man. How is. Uh, 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 Benicio, Benicio Del, Toro? Del Toro not mentioned. He was. F- oh my, oh god. my god! He had me from his first moment on camera. I was just like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> oh yeah, to to uh, and very much to the end. Yes. <laughs> very um, much. What a fucking movie! Yeah. And you just said watchable thriller. And yeah. I, when I sit down, uh, and I, I just need to watch 
something and yeah. I just want to be entertained at the end of the night and make maybe fall asleep mm-hmm. you know I what I want is like a good thriller and I yeah. go through the thriller section like crazy me it too on Netflix and it's always garbage stuff that I'm like I don't want to watch any of this no no <laughs> and it's like and I can't just watch Prisoners and Zodiac again yeah usually yeah. I want that because I love those movies yeah, exactly I'm, I'm the exact same way with oh, the man. thrillers on and Netflix I, so in this, I was just like, fuck, man, I am so down for this movie. The tone, like five, ten minutes in, I'm yeah. like, look at this thing. Like, it is. Look it's at this. beautiful it's as fuck. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, Deacons, man. Holy shit. Yeah. And yeah, I saw, as soon as I fucking, I forgot that you said it, and then the headlights scene, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it is. It's, I could just look at the, the still uh, of that shot for, like, hours. Yeah. It's um, so beautiful. I am so unbelievably on board with Denis Villeneuve. This yeah. guy... Is just making. I wonder if he'll make a bad movie. <laughs> He's just doing everything I want out of fucking movies right now, and different shit too. This is not the no, same no. movie as Enemy. This is no. not the same movie as Prisoners. No, they all have a very specific uh, feel. Yeah, absolutely. But he's doing different stuff under his under his very recognizable stamp, and it's fucking great. Definitely, yeah. yay Canada. Fucking <laughs> hey man, yeah, this guy is totally my. Like favorite director right now, mm-hmm. um, and so I'll just quickly talk about uh, the performances that I really dug too. Um, obviously, are the two leads we just talked about. Josh Brolin's fucking just fucking great, man. Wow, just in the pocket, in the fucking pocket. Jeffrey Donovan shows up. I again, was hoping awesome. We had a we had a weird thing happen where uh, uh, James Brolin showed up in, in his scene, and yeah. uh, and Myos was like, "Is that Dodd?" And I'm like, uh, no, that's just, that's uh, Josh Brolin. Yeah. And she's like, oh, oh, I thought it was Dodd. And then later on, he shows up, and I'm like, that's Dodd. <laughs> she's like, oh, so shit. great. But uh, yeah, I, I hope there's a uh, more work coming, uh, more stuff to watch with. Uh, he Jeff, doesn't Jeffrey have Donovan. enough to do in this movie. I no, mean, no, he, he does. You know, yeah, it's fine. He's serviceable. Uh, but most, he's so great. Mostly, I wanted to talk about. Uh, I don't know how to say his name properly. Forgive me. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya, mm-hmm. uh, who played Reggie, um, her partner. Oh yeah. my god, I loved their relationship Man, so much. Man, alive is that guy good? He yeah. was in an episode of uh, Black Mirror. Oh yeah, uh, the points one, oh, was the he a video British game fella? one. Uh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, and he was great in that, but. In this, well, like Athena and I were watching, and we're like, "Oh, fucking like the presence of this guy." Because he should have, he shouldn't have had, he shouldn't have been memorable. No, because he doesn't. He's just the guy that they don't want there. Yeah. Um. But but because of his the way he relates to her character yeah. and and the way they relate to each other, yeah. he's so much. He's so much on the screen. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Oh wow, it's just so like intense. Anyway, I can't fucking wait to watch this movie again. I might yeah. even watch it again today. Yeah. Like, so you'll go back to the movie theater. Yeah. <laughs> it's out on blue right now, Dan. <laughs> this is Sicario. Yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah, I uh I just uh it's so I'm I'd have to retool my top 10 cuz it's on there. Yeah. You know, 100%. Yeah, definitely. Uh what a what a movie. So good. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That was so yeah, that was a real nice time. Mm-hmm. Wicked. Well, yeah. speaking of nice times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that inter- introduction. Casey. Speaking of nice times, <laughs> I watched Baby's Day. Out. Uh, I Casey. was. If I wasn't so sleep deprived and having trouble getting through movies and finding time to do things, I was t- because I almost wasn't on this episode and I didn't have to roll last week. You were going to mm-hmm. watch. This I too? was going to watch Baby's Day Out as well and have, okay. but I didn't get it. In All it, right. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Casey, you watched Baby's Day Out from 1994, directed by Patrick Reed Johnson, written by John Hughes. And starring Laura Laura Flynn Boreal, uh, Joe Laura Flynn, uh, Aurora Borealis, <laughs> Lara Flynn Boyle, Joe 
Pentaliano, no. Joe Mantegna, and more. Um, IMDb describes this film as... It's pronounced Potpourri. Uh, <laughs> baby Bink. Couldn't ask for more. He has an ador- He has adoring parents. Bink? Bink. He lives in a huge mansion. Is he a human baby? Yes. And he's just about to he- appear Terrible in the parents. social papers of the paper. <laughs> the social pages of the paper. Unfortunately, not everyone in the world is as nice as his parents, especially the three kidnappers who pretend to be photographers <laughs> from the news them. paper. <laughs> <laughs> not everyone's as nice as his parents, especially kidnappers. Yeah. <laughs> Successfully kidnapping Baby what? Bank, they have a harder time keeping a hold of the rascal <laughs> who not only keeps one step ahead of them, but seems to be a little bit more smarter than these three criminals. Does it say more smarter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I do want to point out on the cover, the New York Post called this film undeniably, irresistibly, irrationally funny. Irrationally funny? I cannot deny it. I cannot resist it. This is so funny. I I cannot three times to deny this movie. Yeah. I like that the last one is irrationally because it's like, I can't deny how funny this is. I can't resist how funny it is. I think it has special powers over I me. tried to this rationalize how funny it was, but I lost yeah. my fucking mind. I think there is hypnosis in this movie. It is too funny. I don't get it. <laughs> I'm still stuck up more smarter. Yeah. <laughs> this movie is more smarter than me am. Um, Jesus Christ. Okay. Woo! This movie <laughs> was amazing, right? This movie could be called one of two things. A, John Hughes has lost the point entirely. <laughs> uh, or uh, it should have been called Babies versus Nuts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because as you can imagine, this movie starts out with a nut shot. Yeah. Uh, but but also, like, the you know how, you know, it's, it's basically just uh, they're trying to make like a Tex Avery cartoon you know uh or, or that's kind of what i thought i guess but yeah. that's not really what they ended up doing at all um they, they had to sort of have a flimsy pretense for the baby getting out and causing all sorts yeah. of trouble yeah and uh the the pretense is that uh, there's the three kidnappers uh, you know the baby's family's very rich mm-hmm. and uh, uh the the baby's gonna get its picture taken for the society pages of of um the paper Okay. Yeah. And, and and I'm like, um, how are people supposed to relate to that? Yeah. Like, it, it's <laughs> the most unrelatable thing where they're like, well, we have to get this photographer. Oh, but this photographer is much better. Maybe we'll get this photographer because we must get our baby's picture into the society page. You know, like people do. <laughs> hey, can I get my baby into a society page? Uh, have you been trying? Uh, not hard enough, apparently. Yeah. I need uh, to be more smarter than I've been. <laughs> be much more smarter <laughs> as a dad. Be irrationally more smarter. <laughs> Craig's irrationally more smarter than he used to be. I've been noticing. <laughs> um, but then, you know, okay, so so basically the uh, Joe Montagna, uh, Joey, Joe Pantoliano, Joey Pants, <laughs> for us who know him, uh, and then um, other guy. Uh, uh-huh. They they show up as the photographers and they steal the baby and then they just have a a, a, a real hard time uh, keeping a hold of the baby because the Where's baby keeps the, where does the big gorilla away? come into play? 
Uh, oh God. Uh, <laughs> so basically, this is just a, um, a series of uh, a baby trying to cross a road while cars drive over it. <laughs> is it one of those things where like he goes to a construction yard and it's on the thing that's like twirling around? Well, well okay, I get the Tex Avery action. Yeah, then. yeah sure. Th- that's what it's supposed yeah. to be, right? But it. But it doesn't feel like that. It right. sort of feels like that in that it's basically just a baby is on an I beam, yeah. you know, precariously above the city, and then um, and then you know the the three kidnappers get glue poured on them and stuff. Right. <laughs> uh, like not not necessarily because of the baby. Those things just happen. Yeah. You know? uh, so again, and and it's a lot of the baby uh, crawling around, and then a giant um, uh, crane just goes goes. Yeah, you know, over it, the wheels go on either side of it, yeah. and it just drives over, baby. I'm like, can nobody see a fucking? I, if I was driving down the street and there was a fucking baby in the middle of the road, I bet I'd be able to see it. Now I'm not bragging about how good a driver I am, but I bet. I, but this yeah, is you just, might not be able to stop and be perfect, but you'd be like, there's a baby on the road. Yeah, yeah. and I would try my best not to drive right yeah. the fuck over. It. Yeah. Again, I'm a humanitarian. <laughs> um, maybe I'm more smarter than a lot of the drivers out there. So how funny was this movie? Uh, scale of 1 to 10? 9. Oh, man. <laughs> it's just... it's th- This movie's just nothing. Yeah. You know, like, it's not... it's not. Well, no, it is terrible. Yeah. But it's not, like, offensive or anything. It's just... Well, what's offensive is, is the... Uh, tra- watching... Um, Joe Montana try to be funny. Yeah. He's not a funny man. He's a <laughs> hell of an actor. Yeah. But he was not in any way funny in this or, or like, as slapstick as he was supposed to be. Right. There's a point where they're talking to cops and the cops are like, you know, uh, and he's got the baby, uh, but the baby's, like, on his lap and he's got his coat over the baby. Yeah. Um, And I was like, is this going to be some weird, like, like it looks like he's jerking it or something <laughs> kind of stuff? But, no, the baby just gets a hold of a lighter and keeps lighting his nuts on fire. <laughs> Yeah, all oh. right, I'm into that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm not too more smarter to not find that funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, but it is literally like it, it, the scene goes on for at least a day and a half, and yeah. it's just the the baby just keeps lighting his nuts on fire. <laughs> There's nothing here. Yeah, and you think that would be great? And this is, is that just something after... I should worry about with my baby? Uh, that your baby's lighting your nuts we don't on fire. my nuts on fire. There's a point in, uh, in every dad's life. Yeah. <laughs> Where is baby? If I know anything, if I've learned anything from Baby's Day Out and that episode of The Simpsons where Bart is born, they're going to be dropping your shit down the toilet, lighting uh-huh. your nuts on fire. Lighting your nuts on fire. It is a wacky madcap situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have to say the um, the Wikipedia and the trivia section of this movie has more nuggets of gold uh, than any movie I feel like I've seen in a long time. Wonderful. So first of all, Vern Troyer played the stunt baby bank for several ma- major shots. Uh-huh. For other oh, shots... Oh, you could tell. For other <laughs> shots, a robotic stunt baby was used. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, plans for a sequel called Baby's Trip to China were canceled. Well, that they actually <laughs> Sorry, was that the full title? <laughs> Baby's, Baby's Trip, Trip to, to China, China were canceled. China were canceled. <laughs> <laughs> it's got the it checks out with the grammar. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Ba- baby's trip to China were canceled. <laughs> oh, they were canceled. <laughs> the baby just is in New York again. It's a very disappointed yeah. baby in an airport. Yeah. It's just a, looking it's a, at flight center uh, updates. Yeah. It's a movie about a baby who stays home. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they they do set that up. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, there there is a point where they're in the just just to answer your gorilla question it, because it's just you know it moves from piece to yeah. set piece to set piece. What kind of trouble can the baby get in this time? And, and or he crawls into a gorilla cage, okay. and the gorilla really likes the baby, and the baby really likes the gorilla, and then the the kidnappers try to yeah. Oh, the gorilla helps the baby. The baby and this the gorilla slaps them in the <laughs> Um Although he didn't, he did, although he normally did not enjoy films with show children or infants in danger, Gene Siskel gave this movie a thumbs up. While Roger Ebert disliked the movie and told Siskel he should be ashamed of himself, <laughs> <laughs> their sharp disagreement has become a popular internet video. Uh, first film of John Hughes's three fifty million dollar contract with Fox, all of which were failures. Um, hmm. And then I wanted to mention from the Wikipedia popularity in South Asia and remakes. Tremendously uh, popular in South Asia, including India, Pakistan, and Bangladesh, playing uh, f- in the largest theater for over a year. Recalling a trip to Calcutta, Roger Ebert says, I asked if Star Wars had been their most su- successful American film. No, I was told it was Baby's Day Out. It was even remade twice, once in Telugu in 1995 under the title, a bunch of stuff that I can't read. I'm not going to try it. And then yeah. uh, again in 1999 under the title, James Bond. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was also dubbed into another language, and the title in that language means "Naughty Baby." James <laughs> uh, Bond. That's like. Amazing. <laughs> First of all, it's pronounced uh, GM's band. Really want to see that. The nineteen ninety nine version James Bond. Yes, yeah. please. <laughs> Very good. Um and they also they were gonna make a video game of it, but it was cancelled as well. Much Aww. like the plans to go to China. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh so yeah, so basically uh the baby is doing all these things and it's uh, uh because he, he has a favorite book that his nanny reads him. And his nanny is Cynthia Nixon. And she was on Sex in the City yeah. as sort of like the the frumpy one, I guess. But uh, I had forgotten that I had a huge crush on Cynthia Nixon back mm. in the early 90s because mm. she was a handsome lady. Mm. And, uh, uh, and so she's the nanny and she reads this book to him and he's basically... So the baby... She's like, oh, I know where he's going to be next because he's recreating all of the things in the book. And in the book, a baby goes out with the nanny and they, they do, you know, they go to a construction site and they go to a zoo and they go. Yeah, because yeah, a baby knows where those things well, are. Well, yeah, the baby uh, uh, accidentally gets out and like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to waste my day here. I'm going to see the sights. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's that's sort of like sort of okay. the, 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 the pretense of the mm. of the movie. Yeah, all in all, it's it, it's something that happened in front of yeah. my face. Yeah. Um, I do want to mention finally, it's on a user list on IMDb called Movies Rated Below 6.5, but worth watching. <laughs> <laughs> One of those things is correct. Uh, uh, but worth that's watching. That's an interesting set of standards. Yeah, yeah I think a more smarter critic yeah. would uh, disagree. <laughs> um, speaking of critics yes. and potentially disagreeing, uh-huh. uh, Casey, you gave us an album last week by Andrew W.K. Uh, called I Get Wet from 2001. Um, When this album came out, there was a lot of disagreement between the critics. Um, Mm -hmm. You see scores uh, ranging from Pitchfork Media's 2002 review, which gave it 0.6 out of 10, uh, all the way up to people like All Music, uh, Entertainment Weekly, Village Voice, Rolling Stone, Q, and others giving it high grades Mm. um i remember when this came out it was very divisive people either thought it was the dumbest stupidest shit ever or people thought it was the dumbest stupidest shit ever and liked it anyway 
Mm-hmm. Um, so, Casey, why did you give us I Get Wet by Andrew W.K.? Uh, very much for that reason, because it seemed to me when he first came out like, oh, well, here's just a moron who likes to party. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And these songs are very obvious and, and there's you know not much to them. Mm-hmm. So I can just go ahead and give this a pass. But since he has amassed quite a following... Which made me wonder if there was an ironic twist to all of this, mm-hmm. if there was uh, something behind his, you know, super fun party guy, punch myself in the face yeah. uh, kind of persona, and I didn't want to listen to it, but I wanted <laughs> to hear about it. Yeah. yeah. So you didn't listen to any of it? Oh, no, I did okay. not. Okay. I yeah. mean, I've heard all the songs like, she is beautiful. I like partying. Yeah. yeah. I've heard that song. How do you want to get into this? What was your experience, Greg, uh, with... with with this album um i yeah same thing like when it came out i was very much in the same opinion as casey i'm like this is just some stupid party guy i don't give a fuck yeah so i'm eating dog food on much music or something i'm like yeah "Yeah, right i get it yeah um and uh but then over the years a lot of people were like really into it and i was like Mm -hmm. really so yeah (laughs) i had the same curiosity uh, and then I w- I became very familiar, not yeah. very familiar, but uh, more so familiar with his uh, the self help column. Yeah, you know, and I thought it was f- kind of fucking awesome. Yeah, and I, I he Definitely. popped up in a couple of other different uh, you know either social media or uh, unusual venues where yeah. I was like, this guy's all right. Like yeah. I I started to respect him totally. And yeah, so, I agree. So I went at this in a different kind of headspace, and I'm like, like so, so I kind of know what this guy's about now, yeah. whereas I didn't when the album came out. So <clears throat> going through it, I was very optimistic. Yeah, uh, I was like, I think I'm gonna be, I might be down with this. Yeah, and uh, I'd say about half the time I was. Yeah, I was like, I like how it's produced. I get the appeal. Yeah, and the uber aggressive vocals on fun party songs. Yeah, because he's got a, a pretty all right screamy voice yeah. that I'm kind of yeah. into. This thing is just. If it, I was younger and still drinking like a fuck ton of beer, yeah. and maybe doing other things, I'd be right into this. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm this similar. A good, it's a good party album. He yeah. does like to party, and I'm like, maybe me too. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I'm pretty I used similar. To like to party. <laughs> yeah, I remember getting this like um, and listening to it and and enjoying it, but never really thinking like I love it or whatever. No, and no, so coming, I didn't love any of yeah. it, but I got I I have a respect for it. Coming back to it, I was like, yeah, I know why I kind of listened to this and and yeah. had fun with it. And I agree like there's uh like the first I feel like there's there's at least half or maybe even if I'm feeling generous like 3 quarters of yeah. an album that I'm like totally down with. It's just yeah. stupid dumb overproduced in your face stuff yeah. but it it's fun it yeah like like when when it, the it, hooks land it, it like it's time to party into party hard even girls own love the first couple of songs i love i really like she is beautiful fun night party daily puke yeah i love new york city i really like but then yeah. there's like a couple others where you're like eh, these yeah. are the weak ones yeah yeah but nothing i was like this sucks yeah it's like this one isn't as fun as the other ones and it, it's almost like it gets into some realm of like it's nowhere near as uh, great as as this, but there's a vibe where like I I would listen to this almost in the same way I, I would listen to Electric Six. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. <clears throat> um, yeah. I don't know. I uh, yeah. I I, I I did enjoy this. Yeah. Oh, good. It's just yeah. I like, was hoping it's... it would be good because I feel like I find I'm pulling for this guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I am. And I, time, am I did not want more. So to this I heard album. this like, and it's cool that. I really like it's time to party. It's really good. That's a great song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I 
I like that this guy made this record. That yeah. this is his first album. This guy committed to this. I'm going to do this thing. Yeah. And I'm going to do it 150%. Totally. And he does. And I fucking buy it from him Definitely. hardcore. It feels re- very sincere. Mm-hmm. I can tell when he's winking. Uh, and he when does he's it. Wanking. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can hear it. <laughs> uh, and, he's got uh, a real Adam Driver deck going on. It's realized. This guy yeah. went at something very. In, in, and I know it's not. Okay, he went for I'm a party guy who's yeah. crazy, but he did it in the right kind of way where he's totally like the crazy party guy that's just like too fucking much, but yeah. you st- you would invite him out because he might not, do something. Yeah, yeah right. The you thing know. about it that... You would ditch him early on. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you should out. definitely... Yeah. We should all hang out with him at one point. Yeah, but the thing I like <laughs> about it that I find endearing is it's not... Like, even a song like Party Till You Puke, which you think from the title is going to be like a gross, stupid song, yeah. like, it never tips its hat too far into sophomoric. It's never like, oh, you're a gross bro partier. Or, like, it yeah. just feels like, be- and I think this speaks volumes to where he went with his, like, relationship or what, uh, the, um, uh, like his his uh, advice yeah. column, giving people a relationship and life advice, because it does kind of stay in the positive realm. It's it's yeah. it's never like oh, I party so hard, and then it's talking about like drinking beer till like you pass out, and like like a lot of that kind of gross party music can get to. Mm-hmm. It just stays like we're having fun, and it's like jock jams, but with like a club beat four four all the time. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. big, big, big like <laughs> so hundred. A lot of his uh, advice was like, uh, <laughs> hey, listen uh, to jock jams. <laughs> my my relationship isn't going really good. Uh, have you tried uh, partying and having a fun time? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just like like any album of dumb fun, it wears on you. For sure. So sure. when it is working, you're I, like, I, yeah. I, I rarely got. I rarely went through the whole album yeah. in one go. It takes a bit of a dive. It's like, I'll go about five songs. I'm like, okay, I'm yeah. tired now. Yeah. <laughs> Take a little nap. Yeah. All yeah. Right. yeah, but, but it's, interesting. Yeah. And yeah, I, uh, yeah, he's, he's all right, man. Definitely. I, well, I, su- I support his decisions. Yeah, I'm actually <laughs> now I'm kind of interested because this is the only stuff of his I've heard. I'm thinking like maybe I should go. I am very curious. Dip my to, toe to the rest of his. 100. Yeah. I want to. I want to hear a little bit like, more. Where do you go from here? Yeah. Yeah. What are you? You're gonna dip your toe in his what? In his discography. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> putting your toe right in the disco. That's right. <laughs> uh, um, all right. Well, all right. good then. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. that that accomplished actually what I wanted it to accomplish. Yeah. So Casey, that's me. What are you going to give us this week for having to watch Baby's Day Out? Well, this week, uh, I, I had a plan uh, in place, and then and then David Bowie died, yeah. and I thought uh, maybe it would be you know nice and poignant if we uh, if if I gave you guys Black Star, mm-hmm. yeah. and we all kind of talked about that. But you know, we all kind of talked about that already. already. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm actually going back to my original plan. Yeah. And my original plan was a punishment album, which is not actually a punishment. Okay. Uh, it was suggested by a listener. Yeah. Our, oh, great. Uh, a listener, Brian Klein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who uh, who suggested Dan Deacon's album Gliss Riffer? Yeah, yeah. Uh, which he says is really great. And I don't, I don't think I've ever heard Dan Deacon's music. Mm-hmm. I know he is uh, strangely wrapped up in the podcasting world. In mm-hmm. that, uh, I think he does a lot with um, Maximum Fun. Okay, um, yeah. I think he, he, you know, has been on one of their cruises or whatever. And I have heard him on Jordan Jesse Go. 
And he does the music oddly. He does original music for uh, uh, Michael Showalter or Michael Ian Black's podcast uh, topics. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, um, you guys listen to that. I think I'll listen to it as well because yeah. we're really curious to see what Dan Deacon is yeah. all about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a very entertaining person to uh, to listen to when he talks. Yeah. So yeah, why not? And very I've good. heard some of his songs come up on like mixes and stuff, and I've always been interested to get into it. Yeah. And yeah. it sounds super cool. Sounds like it'd be up my alley. And yeah. so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really excited. glad you picked that. Man. Yeah. That's yeah so great. why don't you fucking put that up your alley? And smoke <laughs> All right. It. And uh, <laughs> if you uh, haven't yet, and anybody else do, it, Black Star is really worth. Yes. At least yeah. one go around. Yeah. yeah, check it out because it's it like again. I'm not even sure if it's it's just because like I was really trying hard, but because there's stuff on it that I shouldn't have liked, but there's stuff on it that I really love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I was like, this is super interesting and yet also listenable. Yeah, yeah, cool, sweet. <clears throat> well, now it is time to roll. Yeah. <laughs> This week, um, again, there's just too much out there and nothing opening this week that seems like a slam dunk for a winner. No. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to continue on our 2015 winner's choice train. Yeah. Catch up on some stuff. See something from earlier this year that right. landed on Blu-ray, whatever mm-hmm. you want to do. Uh, head out to the movie theaters and bring your laundry. <laughs> <laughs> like I do every week. Every time. Um, every time. Yep. So it's winner's legal. choice. Um, and then speaking of 2015... We thought, what? Let's take a look back at some movies that have been lesser known, not talked <laughs> about as much. Total maybe failures for a reason. Yeah, twenty-two on Metacritic was what this uh, <laughs> this score this scored. What was the name of this movie? Hell, uh, Home Sweet Hell, Home Sweet Hell with Catherine Heigl. Hell comes to Heigl Town. And what's his name that I care? Patrick Robert Wilson. Patrick Wilson. I almost said Robert Patrick. Mm. Yeah, close um, enough. <laughs> so this thing, uh, from all um, accounts on Metacritic, seems to be like a black comedy misfire, mm-hmm. mean-spirited uh, piece of crap that just is not funny. So. It's a Catherine Heigl film. Yeah. yeah. Yay. <laughs> I feel like, though, I, I really feel like this movie's going to uh, suck in a way. We haven't seen Catherine Heigl suck before, and that's going to be interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. <clears throat> so winner's choice versus... Uh, loser film. Casey, get I'm rolling. rolling first. <coughs> uh, oh, crazy. That's a six. Nice. Pretty good. If we're going to count that. Mm-hmm. We'll we are. <laughs> I'm rolling. That's a five. We're definitely oh, counting it now. All right. Let's see. Lower than five, please. That's a seven. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> 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 made Greg make a weird little noise there. Uh, <laughs> He's feeling victorious. I really just pulled something deep. I was like, fuck, I've seen a Catherine Heigl movie before. Yeah. I don't want to do this <laughs> yeah. again. Me well, either. I guess I'm going to watch Home Sweet Hell. I guess you yeah. are. And you guys can watch whatever you desire. Yes. Well, Dan and his laundry watch a <laughs> Catherine yeah. Huggle movie. We'll be watching whatever we want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Good. Well, uh, I guess that's it yeah. for this week. Yeah, yeah we will We will be... Uh, uh, I know we sort of teased that we'll be doing the... Uh, the 90210 cage match. Uh, uh, cage match. Yeah. Yeah. We will get to that. Yeah. Shit's been crazy, right though, man. Yeah. Totally. Greg just had. Greg gave birth. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a break. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Well, if you'd like to give us some feedback, you can rate and review us on iTunes, yeah. like we mentioned off the top. Email us at info at modernsuperior.com. Tell all your friends about us in real life. Mm-hmm. And follow us on Twitter and Facebook at SYNWPC. Yeah. Uh, as always, we will see you next week. 
Let us know what you thought, and mm. goodbye, Internet. The extra F in Stephen Dorf. <laughs> Dorf. Stands for fuck. Dorf. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking Dorf. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.